Hi, I'm your host, Susan Nay. Welcome to the podcast series, HR Inside Out. It's a series designed to help you demystify HR and the human resource processes. We're going to talk about people management and get the goods on and see how all this stuff works. You're going to hear from everyday heroes and get their perspectives as we touch on a wide variety of topics, topics that impact us in our work and in our work environments. You'll find nuggets for your treasure chest of learning. Hopefully you'll discover insights for your personal and your professional growth. I'm glad you're here. I suspect it's because you want to be the very best version of yourself, your personal best, and that you get understanding these systems and processes will help you on your journey, on your path. You ready to dare to soar? Want to join me at flight school? Let's do this. Thanks for joining me today. Hi, welcome to the podcast series, HR Inside Out, Demystifying HR and People Management. I'm your host, Susan May. In the podcast series to date, I've addressed the subjects of recruitment, corporate culture, employee engagement, and leadership. I've encouraged you to be the best you possible. The best you sometimes involves making different decisions in our lives. These decisions have ripple effects, some good, and some often more of a challenge. And change can be done to us, perhaps a layoff, a termination, health challenge, or a relationship gone sour. Our capacity to deal with the change, whether we've caused it or been impacted by it, is a critical component of building core strengths like resiliency, courage, and tenacity. If we choose to keep moving forward in a positive way, we figure it out and we learn from the experiences. I, like you, have lived through a great deal of change in my life. I know that I've also caused change that others may not have wished for, both personally and professionally. I've also watched many of those individuals grow exponentially. As a result, I wrote about ripples in my book, Leadership Inside Out, Affecting Change from Within. We don't know what our future looks like. It's important to consider implications when making decisions. It's important to build the internal capacity inside us to be able to deal with the stuff that comes at us, often when we least expect it. This month's theme is about those ripples. I hope to be able to introduce you to individuals who I've met along the way who tackled literal tsunamis, not just ripples, and eventually found their footing again, stronger, clearer about what was really important to them, and with the knowledge that they did it. Even when those thermals seemed non-existent, they had almost lost faith they'd ever be able to soar again. As shared by the Dalai Lama, just as ripples spread out, when a single pebble is dropped into water, the actions of individuals can have far-reaching effects. Sometimes we create ripples by our own behaviors. As an example, there are ripples that occur from receiving an ultimatum and changing behavior as a result. I recall an employee working in a local government operations department. He unleashed his anger at rogue garbage cans and unsuspecting individuals. The typical disciplinary letters were not working to correct his behavior. The organization needed to do something different to catch his attention. He was a really good employee, but he had anger management problems. 
he was eventually demoted and directed to attend anger management training. It was not something he would have chosen to do. But I've never forgotten when that same man asked to speak with me a few months later. You see, his anger in the work environment was also what his family was experiencing at home. When the organization mandated that he get help, his family also benefited. He came to tell me he hadn't realized the impact his behavior was having on his family. He thanked me for saving his relationship with his child. And it didn't take long before he proved that he had changed. He was eventually returned to his former position and I believe he's actually been promoted since then. He made the choice, and it was a choice, to heed the lessons that his actions had created. He embraced the changes that were required of him. Unfortunately, there are some that decide not to heed warnings. When these involve employment, leaving is not usually the individual's decision. Again, I recall one individual who, who unfortunately got fired. He took the organization and the union through multiple layers of legal processes, only to have his termination confirmed again and again and again. The man simply could not see the part that he had played and continued to play. He was completely unwilling to accept any responsibility for his circumstances, and he paid the price through the loss of his job. If we refuse to reflect on areas of our life that need attention, we create consequences. Another example, I remember one department kept losing staff. We discovered that people were leaving because they, they couldn't work with the manager. Constantly losing staff didn't trigger for the manager that he might be part of the problem. He also see that he, he didn't see that he needed to change. He lost his job as a result. Research indicates that an overwhelming 90% of the reason individuals leave organizations is because of that relationship with their boss. This man was not willing to look at his own blind spots and to use the learning to become a better manager. Within our organizations, the actions we take have a huge impact on how much we enjoy our work, how engaged we and our teams feel, and our degree of influence. Lance Secretan reminds us, and I quote, change does not happen to organizations. It happens to people, one soul at a time, not executives, physicians, firefighters or teachers, but whole people, which means their whole lives as parents, lovers, spouses, children, friends, and citizens. Transformational change in organizations is achieved through transformational change people, one soul at a time. It starts with us, you and me. And then there are those who courageously react to ripples that are truly beyond their control. I quote from Winston Churchill, if you're going through hell, keep going. There's change that happens to us, change that we have little control over like illnesses, the loss of a job, a relationship, or a loved one. Not only do these create ripples in our lives, they do indeed create tsunamis with the power to destroy, if we let them. The following individuals used these kinds of situations to build resilience, 
to grow stronger, and to model to others that it can be done, notwithstanding all it takes to put one foot in front of the other, slowly making our way through the pain. Let's talk about loss of employment. The loss of employment, whether our decision or someone else's, is devastating. A recent graduate landed his perfect job. It was with an organization that would encourage him to grow. He was more than excited until the person he had been hired to replace changed his mind and no longer wished to resign. After only a short time on the job, the young graduate received his layoff notice. Disappointed, but not disheartened, he contacted the employer he'd worked for as a summer student. They hired him immediately, lucky to have him back on their team. And then the pandemic hit. The work dwindled, another layoff. Frustrated but not destroyed, the resumes went out again, and again he has been hired. It's a temporary position. It looks like it might get extended. The organization obviously recognizes the conscientiousness and work ethic of this young man. The work may not be what he considers perfect, but to him it's perfect for now. He's working while many others are not. He considers himself one of the fortunate ones. With this attitude, he'll go far. He has impressed me with what he has modeled through this experience. And then there's long-term illness. Ripples created by long-term illness are massive. It takes tremendous fortitude and effort to choose to accept and move forward from devastating diagnosis. I'm reminded of a man I worked with. He was a really good director, one who would likely at some point in his career have become the head of the organization. He held two degrees, one as an engineer and one as a psychologist. I can't think of two more diverse fields of specialization, but it made sense when you met him. His people skills were wonderful and his engineering acumen, superb. His team loved working with him. He'd worked as a social worker with youth until he heard the calling to become an engineer. He was an insightful contributor to the senior management team and an absolute pleasure to do business with. All was well in his life. His family was doing well. He was happy and it showed. He'd been asked to make a presentation to a professional association. When he finished, he returned to his car. His head began to feel as though it was going to explode. He had the foresight to leave the car door open as he lost consciousness. Somehow, someone saw that he was in trouble and called for help. I remember visiting him in the hospital. The aneurysm he had suffered took his career away from him. It didn't take his spirit. My friend focused on getting better. He has always loved music. It and his family and friends became his lifeline. At one point, the damage inflicted by the aneurysm began to affect his fingers. He pushed through this. He has remained the happy man that I know. He has turned his attention to perfecting and now recording his musical creations. His collection of guitars lines the wall of a home and room in his home. He taught my daughter how to play the cello. He is a survivor and someone I greatly admire. He models resilience, courage, and never giving up. Others leave their ripples by modeling acceptance and demonstrating how to move forward when illness strikes unexpectedly. 
what do you do when you're in top-notch shape, run daily, eat healthily, keep a good body weight, have a positive outlook, and then present with type 1 diabetes? My colleague demonstrated how to handle it with grace and do what's required to manage it. She never skipped a beat. She forged ahead with it, just one more thing to figure out and do well at. She showed the world that this was not going to beat her. She was choosing not to let it beat her. Another friend was at the peak of her career, part of a senior management team at a nonprofit organization. She began to experience extreme fatigue for no apparent reason. And then the pain came, all internal. Unlike a broken leg, she had an illness not visible to the outside world. It got to the point that she could no longer work, so she went on sick leave. The doctors could not figure out what was wrong. After all the years she had given them, her organization didn't trust that she was actually ill. They cut her off sick leave, and then they let her go. She made the decision to continue her long-term disability coverage by taking over those payments. Once she'd met the eligibility period, the insurance carrier said that she didn't meet the criteria for long-term disability and also denied her benefits. She was so ill that another friend would often have to come over and care for her. And the two of them fought those decisions and won both. My friend is still very ill. The doctors finally determined that she has fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue syndrome, and other, other autoimmune issues. I hope one day she will write about her experience. I'm so proud of her for not allowing the decisions of others to destroy her. She found the strength and courage, and even in her pain, she fought. She didn't know what the outcome would be. She put her own money on the line, both in insurance premiums and for the lawyer she had to hire to assist with the case. It was something that had to be done, no matter what the outcome. She modeled massive determination and grit. And there's loss through death. Friends and colleagues have lost partners and children through illness and injury. Heartbreak. I can't even imagine. I have watched them, even in their pain, be there for others. They kept moving forward, proving that it can be done, learning to lean on those offering love and support. Rather than having a why me attitude, and dwelling on what had been taken away, they chose to embrace the good, the happy memories, and the positive. They became stronger as a result of their circumstances. And many of these individuals have helped others deal with similar situations because only they truly know how deeply the devastation cuts. Raw pain. As evidenced by these real people recovering from real circumstances that they had absolutely no control over. It is how we react to those circumstances that determines our ability to move forward and to do so positively. It is about making the choice to move forward, to love ourselves enough not to be destroyed by what has happened. It is about modeling strength, courage, resilience grit, and determination, and by not giving up. It is about affecting change from within and allowing the core of what's inside us to influence and enable our recovery. 
it's about taking the time we need to leave the door that is closed behind us and to trust that there is another door that will be open if we are willing to be available for that possibility. Just as it is not possible to drop a pebble into water without creating ripples, it is also not possible to have changes occur without there being impact. The intensity and degree will vary. Some will be within our control and others not. In developing leadership competencies, we begin by understanding this and planning accordingly. Our unique circumstances provide the opportunity to grow, to hone our skills, to build resilience, courage, trust, tenacity, and the knowledge that we can make a choice to come through whatever life throws at, at us. A better person, a stronger leader, a more compassionate and human individual. What situations in your life have been beyond your control? What situations beyond others' control have impacted you too? What impact did these have on you? What have you learned from those experiences? What have you done differently as a result of that learning? What might you do differently in the future as a result of this learning? And what leadership competencies have you demonstrated through dealing with your own circumstances? This stuff is tough work. Please don't pay the price of events in your life by getting sick or burning out. It's one thing to read a book and do reflection questions. It's quite another to take the next steps forward to doing the doing. You'll be introduced to one of my heroes next week as we toss those pebbles and see where the ripples take us on our journey to become the very best version of ourselves. You, as the everyday heroes that you'll be learning from, will continue to dare to soar. I hope that you've enjoyed today's podcast. I hope to see you again next week. Check me out on my website, www.effectingchangefromwithin.com. And the show notes on the podcast contain all my contact information if you wish to connect with me. If you're curious about the book, it's on Amazon, Leadership Inside Out, Effecting Change from Within. Susan signing out, wishing you the best. Have a great day. Thanks for joining me. Well, we've reached our destination for today. Time to lower those wheels and prepare for landing. Thank you for joining me. If I said something that resonated with you, please subscribe to the podcast and to share it with others. It would be awesome if you also took the time to provide a review, whatever your favorite social media sites are. If you have a question or an area that you hope I'll cover in a future session, please send me a note either to my website, www.effectingchangefromwithin.com or to my email, susangenay at gmail.com. I look forward to our next time together. In the meantime, soar high. I believe you can. Susan signing off. Thanks again for joining me.